Yeah, it's for the West Coast. episode of the podcast we're making some predictions for Bangra in the six that's occurring july 21st this upcoming weekend you can buy tickets for the show at www.bangraindesix.ca six is spelled the number six and i x that's www.bhangraindthe the number six ix.ca but before we get into today's podcast i want to let you know about an upcoming episode we're trying to do we want to start a conversation around mental health in the bunger circuit before we can effectively do anything we need your help in the show notes there's a link where we're asking you to help us start this conversation we're asking for submissions with stories or experiences you've had advice you give to other people that are dealing with similar issues that you've dealt with questions on the podcast that we can try to answer or even just drop some knowledge on us whatever you think will help us start that dialogue we're going to have this forum open for about a month or however long it takes to get enough submissions so please share with your friends your family or anyone you think might be able to contribute all right let's get on with the show Another episode of the Barnard Podcast. My name is Sid. I'm here with Marun, Saab, and Umar. And we're going to do a prediction podcast for Barnard on the Six. And let's do quick introductions. I'm Sid. I'm from First Class Barnard, uh, co founder, co captain. Barnard, go ahead. What's up, guys? My name is Budden Rakra. I've been dancing since 2006, retired, and this is my second time on the podcast. Thank you for having me. Hi, my name is Juma Qureshi, uh, current captain of First Class Pangara. Hi, my name is Saab Grover. I'm a current captain of Fertile, founder of Detroit Folk Arts Pangara Academy. All right. Sweet, sweet. So, Pangara <laughs> the Six is run by Sean Punjabdi. It's happening in Toronto. Uh, I'm pretty sure it's happening in Brampton. Uh, they, we all know who SPD is. It's going to be a folk competition. So the, in the music category, we have ASD from Detroit, Bangladesh uh, Shokin from Philly, uh, Cal and DRP alumni from California, Dilde Rangin from Detroit, Nushdi Jawani Waris from from Brampton, Toronto. Rake Virsede from Detroit, Royal Queens from Surrey. The live category, we have Folk Squad Entertainment from Brampton, Punjabi Lok Notch Academy from Brampton, Toronto, Royal Folk Nation from Surrey, Vasada Punjab from the UK, and Boris Virsede from Brampton. Uh, I don't know what you guys have to say about the lineup, but we'll get into it in a little bit. Uh, all the teams, the competition happened 
this weekend, July 21st. The show does start at two o'clock for everybody that I hope her joke puts up a live stream. If he does, everybody knows it's going to be happening at 2 p.m. Eastern time and not in the evening. All right. So let's let's jump over. We're going to talk about the rubric and we posted the rubric in the show notes. So I don't want to waste everybody's time and, and say it all out loud. Uh, I'm not going to say all the individual words, but we'll go. We'll get into it. Vern and I will kind of give our insight as to how we would interpret it. The intro and outro is worth 10 points. And I will I will talk a little bit. I guess I'll delve a little bit into the key words in here is judged for impression and impact Uh, execution of choreography is out of 30 points. And that and that consists of segments, composition, moves and steps. So this this is going to be a really cool one to talk about. I'll delve into into a deeper formations is out of 20 complexities out of 10 and transitions of 10 synchronization, 15 energy, 10 Nakra 10. Music selection five, and again, I wish I could. We have we have not gotten the opportunity to talk to the organizers or any of the judges that will be judging the competition. But there's a section here that says notes, uh, other additions and deductions that uh, I you know everybody can read, and we'll talk about it. So, intro and outro, Varen, pretty straightforward. I like that they use the word uh, judge for Im- impression and impact for the opening and I'm assuming also it's going to be the closing of the set. Uh, Cause I think that especially when you, when you look at, I guess impact could be judged in multiple ways, right? At a full competition, how good your singer is versus just like a crazy, awesome, you know, wild chick segment opening. Like, I think that would be, that would be an interesting thing to try to judge how, how like, can, what, what do you, how would you dis- discern between the two? So sorry, say that again. So the the start the share starting bully starting segment right it's kind of a it, it, it's kind of it's a little bit open ended to to allow teams to do what they want to do but when it comes to like the impact and stuff how would you how would you break down like the impact of a starting bully versus the starting segment because one team might not have one right yeah no doubt I think you know from reading this rubric right here the share starting bully starting segment I think what they're trying to say is. You know, the way I'm looking at this is the impression and impact of opening the set. So if you're, for example, a team that's doing a share, but is weak, you know, the guy's not, doesn't have hate in his voice. He's, you know, speaking some group deep and jubby, whatever, right? That's going to already leave a bad impression, no matter how hard that next Shika segment hits or whatever you're trying to do. So make sure teams are trying to do that make sure the share is proper from there. I think the balance between if you're doing a bully share and making a break to pick up a props or a middle or whatever, that also takes in effect. You know, you don't want to come up with a high bully and then just drop the set and then pick it back up again. Cause that, you know, the impact is lost there. So is it going to be a good blend of all those things? It doesn't have to be like come out with a bang, like super fast. It can be something slow, but it has to hit with a bang. Yeah. What these judges are going to be looking at, and it has to flow. Don't um, don't just think that doing a, sh- a simple share bully, you know, and keep picking up shit is going to give you full points out of this. It's going to be some other. Be creative. Do something else. Do a melee. Do some cool stunt. It's a full competition. That doesn't mean you can't get creative with it. Not yeah. something out like you know, flying gatos, but. <laughs> 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 yeah. 
the next section is execution of choreography. It's out of 30. So the first, the first one is segments and out of 10, now, I personally love this because mm-hmm. it makes it very black and white of what you need to do to get your 10 points in this section. And it just says required segments, Shikha, Kunda, Jumur, Damal, Fumania, Mirza, Jugni, Chal, Jordia, Samia. Like if these aren't there, judges will deduct points. That's awesome. <laughs> I love it. I think it's sweet. I love, uh, you know, it's just black and white. So the next, the next 10 points is composition. Kind of what Varn delved into is how the set flows from segment to segment. And I think that it's a, it's a, it's a very important part, uh, especially in music bar. Like for what you said, right. You can execute something so damn well, but if the next thing you do just doesn't make sense, it's just like the hell just happened kind of thing, you know? So, and then the last one moves in steps out of 10 points, use of traditional steps where steps completed correctly, innovative steps, innovative steps, new refreshing steps that complemented the routine, grace and skill exhibited in, in the execution of steps. So Vern, you, you had the honor of judging Motor City just now. So kind of delve into this, into this section to get 10 points. Yeah. What, what, what are some things that you saw and you see in the circuit that would would have teams lose points in this section. I'll just do this more so. so this of course breaking down into three groups, right? Segments, composition, moves. Let's just talk about segments and moves and steps. Both of those, you get ten points for segments. So you can hit Shike, Kundecho, Marathamal, Fumania, Mirja, Jogini, Chal, Jodia, and Samia, right? You can hit those moves. Let's just say you do them, you have them there, you do them properly. You know, you should get a decent amount of points for that now. In order to you to get like some more extra points, is how it is a music comp. I want the team should come in thinking of this. Like just because it's music doesn't mean it has to be boring, right? You have to be a little more creative. It's not live. So do Fumania in a way where it's still Fumania, but add some not flair to I mean, yeah, I guess flair, but it has to be the choreography complex, but don't ruin the grace of the move is what I'm trying to basically say. That's how you're going to get the 10 points in the moves and steps. Like you can change Mirja up a little bit. You can start out by doing, you know, a bad guy rather than just picking up the jobs in the beginning. Right. Or something. That's where you get the points in the moves and stuff. You got to go think outside the box a little bit without going too far along where you're losing the essence of the step, the essence of that routine and that certain segment. So it's really about demonstrating your knowledge of Barda to the level where you can innovate without taking away from what the original actually was. Exactly. That's how this is broken, breaking down. Mm-hmm. And also you have to do with a certain level of grace as well. So that means your shoulders. And when it costs, a lot of people forget this, grace is also on your face as well. You can't always just be going hard every time. Some moves require like having a little sex look on your face and, you know, <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, you know, not everything is like sometimes. So don't forget that things as well when you're doing these segments. You know, this and, actually kind of reminds me, um, like yeah. this, I think, is a much better way. If any comp wants to take that traditionality section of a rubric, I think this is a much better way of wording it and a much better way of like articulating what you mean rather than just saying traditionality, like use this. Yep, no, exactly. I really like the way this is laid out. Yeah, totally. Formations are out of 20. I think it's pretty straightforward. Complexity is out of 10. Uh, but I will say that I think a, I think an overarching kind of 
theme in the rubric and it's 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 spd we know we know this going in right do the formations not not only are they complex and creative but do they flow like that's key right and and that's a huge thing that they've displayed for us to enjoy it's just like absolute flow and that goes back into execution right uh transitions at a 10 clean and concise movement right execution um not much much not much more to delve in and delve in there uh, so one, one, you know, synchronizations out of 15 energies out of 10, not out of 10, something to, something to note here, Varn, um, kind of delve in, delve into this from the traditional side of things. When you, when you're looking at those 25 points that, I, that we are 35, actually, mm-hmm. uh, synchronization, energy, Nakra, they in, in to a point go hand in hand in hand, since we're talking about three things here, mm-hmm. Uh, cause we, t- you know, we talk about in traditional barner, you're supposed to lift your knee, you know, all the way up when you're doing the mall footwork. Right. But that also has to do a little bit with energy. Right. Mm-hmm. And there's a certain, as you said, there's a certain grace that you have with, also with your facial expressions that can kind of tie into knucker. Can you kind of, you kind of bring it all together a little bit there and like what, what kind of nuances you can maybe like incite yeah. us all with? I mean, you did it all. I didn't take it down. So, from dance or dance should be the same style. That doesn't necessarily mean you have to dance. Let's, for example, maybe a lot of teams think, you know, this is SPD's comp. We got to dance the way SPD do. We have to pop our shoulders every tamal. We got to do a lot of styles. You got to do, you know, the, the SPD stuff. I think that doesn't really mean that as a judge, you're not going to knock you for that. That doesn't mean it's traditional or anything. Um, do what your style is, but make sure it's proper. Like do shisha, you guys call them padaka and actually like roll the hands. Don't just bring them down. That's, I would take that into high consideration. Energy is energy. High back straight, high knees, more day. Your face doesn't look tired. That also goes in energy as well. If your face looks tired, you're going to lose points in energy as well. It's not just about your knees or how high your arms are or how fast you're doing it. You know, it's, Back on if you're jumping, everyone better be kicking their butt. One person's off, etc. Those things that's pretty easy. Nakra. So, yeah, I like the way to put it in here. So, each move, you know, if you now if you look at teams in India, each move has a dip. It's not just a straight smile, like show some teeth, you're good, or you know, if you're doing hard to murder, you got to be just pissed off all the time, or you know, if you're doing like something cute in murder, you blow a kiss to the crowd, or anything like that. This nakra is going to be more so about like you're telling a story of that move with your face. Yeah, like, okay, so when you're doing mirja, for example, right, a lot of teams will just have a straight smile, mirja, and they'll just do the moves, do the badka, whatever, the, whatever, however they want to do, right? But if you watch India teams and some other teams that actually know the essence of mirja, they know the story, you'll see it into their eyes, like, especially that front Jody, they'll tilt their head a little bit, they'll look at the crowd with like their eyes will tell a story in a weird way when they're doing that move and executing, especially the last four drops, we go down, they shake their head a little bit and kind of, you know, a little bit of a swag to it. You know, that's the team that's going to get full points in Nakara when they can actually sell us that, not by just looking good and having smile, but sell us the move and the meaning behind that through their face. It's kind of like acting a good Bollywood actor, right? Or whatever, Hollywood actor, you can act out whatever. If it's a sad scene, you're going to cry or whatever, you know? Something like that. So that's the way I would look at this, you know, this category especially, and I would judge it that way. You know, just putting a straight smile and, like, not looking tired, you're going to get 
least six out of 10 points for me, six out of seven, six, seven points. But to get more, you got to, that's the extra step you got to take. Mm-hmm. That's, you know, I would do some research. I don't know. Reach out. Something I want to note in here is it, within Nakra, it says, is the crowd engaged by the routine and dancers? Now, me personally, I love that. I absolutely love it because it, it, it adds that uh, that entertainment value, you know, to to what to what you're watching. It's not it's not solely just the technical the technical thing, right? And to get deeper into what Varn was talking about, whenever you as a dancer can in, in, in fully capture the emotion that you're trying to convey there through your nakara, like the crowd then is engaged, right? If you're so into what you're doing. Uh, and you're in obviously your routine is awesome, et cetera, et cetera. I, I, I don't know. I personally love that the fact that they, that they put in is the crowd engaged. I think it's such an important thing. These people are paying money to come to your show. Really? And, uh, in the notes, it's just, you know, stuff about, um, you know, gain, you can gain bonus points or lose points or actions in this set. Um, they have the options to gain, to give or remove points based on something they may have liked or disliked. Please be aware about your Vardia malfunctions and or Vardia deemed inappropriate and in parentheses too flashy for a live routine will lead to a deduction in points. So, uh, like AEG's latest Vardia. I was going to say DRP? What? DRP's Vardia might be too flashy, but that's an interesting thing there. Yeah. You know, spoke Vardia. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) You know. That's what they mean. Just it's a full comp. Yeah. yeah, for sure. That's awesome. That's awesome. So that's it with that. Um, so let's get into. Uh, I did want to talk a little bit about live for those uh, listening that have no, like don't really know where to start when it comes to judging live. I think something just to quickly touch upon. Like I've never judged. I've only done it once. Varun's done it three times. He's won a competition. Has not judged live yet. Something to keep in mind when it comes to live is that the entire picture makes the entire picture is something to always be watching and listening to. I think in music, the mix is not the most important piece, even though it has such a huge effect on what the presentation of the entire performance is. But in in live, the dolly and the band as a whole is judged very, very heavily. Right. So it's not just what you're watching. It's also it also has everything to do with what you're hearing. And if you have if, if any of those sections like the the, the dolly is actually his own, is <laughs> his own like the dolly itself gets judged and the band gets judged and then the dancers get judged. And then the whole thing is, is a one cohesive piece gets judged so the dolly to again varn you i'd love for you to also pick up because you're more well versed in in this than i am Dolly's is arguably the most important piece of the puzzle because uh, he is the base he sets the tone he sets everything he's the one that's you know through his play you know telling the dancers when to change to the next step and etc right so i don't know you can go ahead and rattle off some knowledge for us Sure. So I'll try my best and this as well. So, so typically this is what I'm going to say. And, you know, everyone's going to have different opinions about this, especially like what part of the job they're in. What <laughs> they're in. So I'm just going to tell you what I'm, what I've been taught, what I've been known. And from my experience, like, like how said said live, it's more, a lot about the band, the Dolian, you know, the singers, et cetera. Ironically in India, it's actually the opposite. 
here I actually was talking to some of the members that placed that six last year and they say, you know, in North America, it's a lot, we emphasize the ban a lot more than we do in India, which is really funny to me because in India, it's still more about the dance. Okay, they still separate things out. Like in the end of the day, they're judging the notch, the low notch, not the instrument piece of it. That's great, but like, it should just be, the singers don't really matter. The goji don't really matter. It's about the, the dance. But here in North America, you're right. We do care a lot about the freaking the, the, the band, right? So if you go fly out of the style from India, you know, your chances are going to be pretty high because first of all, he knows what the fuck he's doing. He's doing this for a while and it's going to be really good. And Papa, like, he's going to be making the set for you most likely too. The side will make the set and tell you like, we're going to play this beat here. We're going to do that X, Y, Z from there, right? So set creation-wise, most of the times it's a start, it will be the player that will make it and kind of orchestrate the whole the whole thing. So just a little, you know, a little knowledge that I got here. But yeah, for six, you're right. You have to have a totally that knows what he's doing. He has to play all those beats correctly. The singer has to make sure his voice is proper. It can be, you know, to TV, can be too soft, can be too hard. The body and selection are key too. Yeah, it's it's a dance of happiness, man. You know, be happy. Don't be the on stage and dancing about that stuff. So these are things that play along. If you're gonna be playing an instrument, jimta bajona, the chimta player better know what the fuck he's he better not just stand there and hold a chimta, right? He actually has to hit those beats along the door and complement it. A goze player, you know, Bushka player, everything, right? So it's it's you know, sometimes adding on too much. Like I remember SMD, like when live and they added, I think I don't was it SMD, it was some girls team, or it might be even a guy's team, but they brought like a little guitar player, right? Which wouldn't work half the time because first of all, a guitar is not a folk instrument. And second, I don't know what team it was, but you know, second of all, it sounds so weird with a with a toll beat on the back, right? So whatever you're doing has to be done as a unit and the routine has to complement that from there, the beats that come in. You know, you just shoot with the it's about the flow. Start off small and you know graceful. Then the next head has to be hard. It can't just be all one level. In live, it is a lot up and down and up and down. You want to show that, you know. And then from there, you know, execute. Obviously, the dancers are good. Get low, hand straight, etc. Nakra, nakra. Expressions are judged heavily in live over music. Music, you know, like the simple smile will get away nowadays. Expressions in live is super key. You, if you have no expressions, you're, you know, most time you're not going to get that first compared to a team that had a great expression. They enjoyed being on there. Expressions and Josh is huge in live. Formations are not that crazy. You know, it's eight. You know, you want to be clean. You want to be, want to do some new stuff, but you know, most of the time you're doing a Pangara circle or windows and a view for Jamar, you know, something like that. So just a little bit of stuff I know about it. Like I said, I'm never judged it, but these are the things if I was making a live set or, you know, if I was going to six of this, these are things I would be considering and thinking about. Yeah, something that the, uh, the the judges at Motor City told us is, you know, the word that they used was your set base. And whenever I, whenever I talked to him in like deeper about it, 
your set base can is basically like encompasses the overall like how the team looks the aura that the team gives off and has to do with all three pieces uh the dancers there's the strength of the dancing the posture the aura they present uh the band you know how strong is the band how good is each uh you know musician at playing their instrument and the goalie and, and i definitely feel like that overall concept of your set base and if you break it down into those sections dancers the mix if we're talking about music too uh dancers then you know whatever the music music side of things are you know the strength and how strong like a weak mix can have a huge effect on your on your performance right just like in as we talk about in live a, a strong band can have a very uplifting you know uh, effect on you know, on great dancers as well. And you can have an awesome mix and just really not good dancers too. We've seen plenty of that. So uh, something else to keep in mind is like, it's really all about the overall picture uh, whenever you guys are watching the live videos. So really can't talk about the live teams in terms of predictions because uh, we really haven't seen enough from all of them and not, and again, not being as well versus we want to be to actually predict properly in the live section. But go Umer and Saab, go ahead and take it away with, uh, what the predictions are for, uh, first, second and third and, and why, and go ahead and talk about the teams. All right. Um, so right now with my placings, you know, I originally had a different set of placings, but then after going through this rubric, I changed them up a little bit. So right now I have first is going to be much the Giovanni Wars. Um, just justification for a little bit. Their fever set was strong. They have great Nakra, great dancers. Nutshti, what they're doing at their academy is real good. They have stacked teams. You know, there's no real bad team that comes out of that academy. Uh, second, I have BDS. Basing this off their BBC performances and their Gushin performance they had last year. They um, Their sets aren't the most flashy sets. But I think there's, but their sets fit the six rubric pretty well. They hit all their segments. They have a they use the they in it, but they use, they have a little bit of innovation within their choreography. It's not too flashy though. Third, and this one's gonna be a little bit of a surprise I think for people who don't really know much about the Canada circuit. But uh, at third, I have Royal Queens. They were really impressive at Bangladesh, um, uh, especially the Red Jordy. Um, yeah, that girl was nasty, dude. Okay. Yeah, that girl's that girl's dirty, and they're they're straight up their their energy. It did dip towards the end, but considering that it's been almost a year since that competition, if they have the same consistent roster, they can really pull out a placing here. You know, dark horses. I have two, uh, RVD and DDR. So RVD, I think they they had one of their dancers actually dance with SPD, and that's really that's going to help them out a lot and their practicing and you know just their overall probably performance is going to improve just because they have that influence and ddr one of the reasons i don't have them placing actually is just because they are a collab team of a lot of different styles and for a competition like sig six synchronicity and dancing style is very important just like it is in any comp but here especially Especially, especially since 15 points are deduct are assigned to it, and the the description says consistency in team dancing style from dancer to dancer. So that's a really critical line right there that was probably going to hurt them the most, because all these other teams I've already mentioned, they're dancers who have been dancing with each other for over a couple years now. You know, Nutshti, they all dance together. They go through the same academy. BDS has danced for two years together. Royal Queen's the same case. And even RVD, these guys have been dancing five, six years together. But DDR, these are it's a brand new, it's a collaboration too. A lot of these people haven't danced before. But uh, Umer, please tell me your predictions. 
Yeah, so I definitely think NJ is going to get first. Um, looking at this, looking at this lineup, I don't really know who's in terms of dancing caliber, in terms of what at the comp rubric is looking for. I don't really think there's another team that really like truly challenges them in all cal- categories. I actually think. Royal Queens will get second. I'll be very. I'll be honest. I think Royal Queens will snag a second. Um, I recently wa- I watched her Berg performance a little while ago, and I was like, given a whole year with probably the same same team, same squad of dancers, and the coach they have, I think they they're going to have made a lot of progress in terms of dancing caliber and everything like that. But then, honestly, for third place, I'm gonna go with either DRP alumni or. Um, RVD. The Cal DRP alumni is really just because I have no idea what they're going to bring, like, at all. Because, I mean, obviously Cal had a very interesting, it had a very hip-hop-y whatever set from Blow that I really, really enjoyed. And then DRP, DRP had their very interesting, very Bruin-esque set for Bruin. But I mean, I could easily, like, no, it, depending on who's making the I don't know who's making the set, I don't know who's running the team for this competition. But given the talent in the alumni that have graduated from um, and that have been on that team, I could see a very good execute like executed set. And they've all danced together. All those all those like collegiate Cali teams all dance on on the same team all the time. I don't think stylistically they'll be too different. And then RVD just because, like you said, um, one of the dudes danced on SPD. Um, they have a bit more of a folk style to them. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I, I think the only thing that hurts with RVD for me is just. In the past, you know, execution top to bottom wasn't the great, wasn't the best. Um, formations, I mean, I'm, and I'm going based off of what they did at Mela, but like formations just weren't hitting at all the entire performance. Um, there was just a general lack of like cleanliness throughout, and I just, based off this rubric, I just don't think they would get a second, just based off what I know. So who do you have at third? Wait, that was who I had. like. I said like either either Cal DRP or RVD. Oh, I don't really think I don't really think DDR is right. going to place. And when I say DDR, I mean Dil Derangin. Don't don't get it mixed up with um. <laughs> doing it wrong. But yeah, no, I just I don't think that DDR is going to place. I'll be very honest. Um, yeah, like you said, collab team, lots of people, different styles, different teams, all coming to call, all, all coming together for collab team. I just, I don't know. I have yet to see a collab team really do well. Adrian, bro, <laughs> a long time ago. That's that a long, was, eight, that's that a was long. eight guys. That was eight guys from one team and eight guys from the same team. That's like not really. That's barely. You know, it's that like this collab team. This is like I don't want to say this like. I don't know. It's just it's it's too many different styles, too many different like, f- like, dancing philosophies and cap and like set philosophy. I just I'm not seeing it. You don't see consistency throughout it. I just it? don't. Yeah, I don't see the consistency throughout it. You see Cal. I'll let Sager know. Are they going to be doing a collab as well? I mean, but that's the thing though. Like they've done it before, and all the Cali teams dance together all the time already. Like, they're all right next to each other, like freaking Cobra Pangra, and then the whatever the the yeah. whatever whatever flower ass team that they ha- that happened a little while ago. Like they already dance together all the time. All those dudes have already danced with each other. I can easily see them being very easily able to uh, mesh stylistically and, philo- and like set philosophy wise. I also think that uh, knowing love, knowing uh, if Nathan comes back for that 
Mohit and, you know, seeing Cal, what they did last year, blow out, like how good they were at executing Bangra. They, those guys know those guys and girls if they're going co-ed they know what they're doing when it comes to dancing especially you know we, we can say what we want to about DRP alumni I think have definitely gotten better you know since they kind of since they definitely gotten away a little bit from the DRP-ness in them uh, but you know love is super solid uh, and and Cal's Cal's always had that good foundation of Barna so if they bring that they're all older dancers they're all experienced you know they, they could I think with this lineup, even if they bring that same Cal team that plays Boyle, they wouldn't place. But that's the, but that's the thing though. I mean, I don't think they're going to bring that team. I don't yeah. at all. I think they'll bring. I think they'll bring a better set of dancers. Yeah, and you know? it, and but the thing is also that blowout set's just like not representative of what they're going to bring to blow. If they do, they're dumb. They're going to be really dumb. If they bring that blowout set to the well, six. But I mean, like they won't. They I, won't. I mean, I wouldn't say that. That blowout set was pretty. I mean, traditional in terms of. Obviously, compared to everyone else there, it was much more traditional. Obviously, they had gimmicks in there. Well, but, I mean, um, I'm I'm saying more like like it was a much it was a swaggier set. It was the it's, it's it, I don't think it. I think it needs to be the complexity needs to be toned down. Obviously, the gimmicks need to get thrown out and stuff like that. That's that's more what I'm talking about. Obviously, like if yeah. you remove those, it'll be more palatable. If Royal Queens literally just bring a little bit of a difficult set, like add some more time to the choreography. Those girls will take first. Really, really. I'm, I'm during my dark horse. If they literally just add more, little more spins, little more jumps, little more bad gun, whatever, just add a little more creativity to their set, they're gonna take first in this comp. That team has the expression down. They have the energy for days. They have the fundamentals down in place. Um, I don't, they just need to bring a better set. I think they can take it. Mm. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I really so something that, that uh, personal thing I guess I talked to the RVD guys after Mila uh, for a little bit over the phone and as you said they one of their dancers went and danced for SPD if they put it together <laughs> if those guys put it together it could be like it could be a it'd be like wow right because they that set that they brought to Mila. You know, if as long as they bring a set that is as hard hitting as that was, yeah, but I feel like I don't know, all- man. I don't know, man. They've had, they've had how many years to beat for Thiele? Still haven't. Yeah. Like, I don't, like, what do you all, I don't, like, I don't young, know what you want. You can't. You can't. They're be- young. Huh? Think about this. I'll, I'll tell you their average. Like their age. Uh-huh. These guys are just hitting 18, 19 years old. Most people I've known, their best dancing years have been their senior year of college. For us people, for sure. Yeah. For us, I'm sorry, people like in Midwest area, Mm. right? The best, the best dancers have been hitting their primes at the age like that 19, 20, 21 age. Mm -hmm. And we know many of those guys, right? And they're all hitting that age at the same time. That's one thing to really think about. And they have a lot of motivation. You know, they have a lot to, to prove and a lot of motivation. And if Sid was Sid saying it right, they put it together. Be I mean, yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. Like, I, I agree with what you said, Sid. I mean, they're set. I like, I was out of my seat 
at Mela. Like, this set was crazy hype. But I think, like, watching the video, because I was, like, from the side, I couldn't actually see any formations or, like, the really anybody other than, like, the dude in the front. But I mean, like, look, just, like, watching it from the front, um, the dude, the ca- one of the, one, I don't know, I don't know if it was, it wasn't the captain, but, like, one of the dudes on RVD asked me to watch their video. And, like, watching it from a front facing, front face, it, a lot of the, a lot of the energy, a lot of, a lot of the knuckle, all the stuff, like, really peered through. And I was, I don't know. This rubric is tailored for our RVD set, though. They could do really well at this competition, I feel like, mm-hmm. based off their performance, because they got to fix. Also, they didn't do well because the formations were repetitive as well. Remember mm-hmm. that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. This is not going to, it's not too highly tailored on formations. It's only like 10 points mm-hmm. or so. So if I feel like they clean the other stuff, I feel like the biggest mistake, if I hope they don't do this, I think they're overcomplicate their set. Oh, really? Where Royal doesn't complicate their set, yeah. I feel like they're overcomplicate their set. What, where are you talking about complications? Like, what are you, like, are you talking about choreography? Are you talking about um, variations? I don't, I, I don't know what you mean by choreo- like Choreography and variations. Okay. And I feel like they're going to overcomplicate it. Mm-hmm. Kind of to like, okay, to like an old, let's say like a, they're going to overcome to like an old school, like SGB type of set. Gotcha. You know, where they gotcha. have heel kicks or okay. something. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, okay. Okay, that's fair. That's I don't fair. know any new teams now. I can really compare to old teams, but like, mm-hmm. I feel like their dancers are not all there yet yeah. to execute a very highly overcomplicated set. Mm-hmm. I think they bring what they did at Mila, mm-hmm. clean it up a little bit, spend a little more time on the formations, you know, think about more so not rather than just, you know, keeping some in and outs. Mm-hmm. I think it's a rubric well tailored for them. Okay. okay. I think they're gonna do very well. And that's why I was saying with Royal Queens, I feel like they just can't dance in windows the whole damn time. Yeah. They can't simple sixteen counts every time. They have to add more transition. They have to have more mechanisms to their set. And if they bring that, I feel like they can do very well at this competition. Mm-hmm. I think for me when it comes to R V D I just haven't seen that yet. Like if I had, I don't, I mean, in terms of like that overall progression, like, I mean, Saab, I don't know who, I don't really know who the dancers are on team age wise or like how they've progressed as dancers, but it's just like over the past few years, I've seen, I've seen them pop up a lot, like every now and then. I don't know. I like, like, I haven't seen that upward trend really, if that makes sense. Like I've, I've seen them, they do well, they're clean, they do whatever. Melo was good. Melo was good. And I really like that set, but I like, so why don't well, let me let me ask you let's pry on this one. Why was why do you think there wasn't an upward trend from what they did last year, like last season? Mm-hmm. So what they did at Mela, because in my opinion, there's no 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 that was, but that for me it's like that's one comp. That's like it's it's like it's it's like flat. For like what I'm saying is like from past years, it was like very solid, very clean, blah blah blah, and then they had one comp where they did well. Like I, for me, it's like it, one comp is not enough for an upward trend. Like I mean, yeah, if you want to say one comp is an upward trend, sure. Hmm, I, I mean, I think they do. I think I just, they think they did do an upward trend, but they did upward trend in the wrong category. What do you mean? They did an upward trend in their, their complexity and their choreography mm-hmm. and their drops. Their drops hit much harder. So I'm comparing now, you like comparing, right? Trend. Mela 2017 to Mela 2018. Mm-hmm. So their dancing was better in Mela 2017. I, Hands down, mm-hmm. 2018 they made. I think they made a mistake going 16. Mm-hmm. It led to a lot of issues, um, but they had a lot more complexity in their choreography. And I don't, I don't disagree with that at all. 
Yeah, so they had an upward trend in that category. Yeah, but I mean, now, the thing is, they like, for an six. trend in both categories. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's but the thing. They had an upward trend in both categories. And I think that's what, you know, they're alluding to, right? Okay. No, yeah. And, and so, that, that's yeah, the, that's what I would say. No, yeah, well. if, if they do that for sure. But for me, it's like dance, like, mm-hmm. this is this is a dancing, like, this is more execution heavy rubric. I haven't seen, an, like, an upward execution in execution. I'm mean, upward trend in execution. Yeah. The counter I'll give for you guys is yeah. Florida Bangladesh crew at mm-hmm. Motor City. Right, like at Motor City, or they were, you know, we. Were they, I mean, I, were they I gotta judge them. I gotta judge them at NDC. Yeah. Right? Oh, okay, okay, okay. Solid execution, mm-hmm. tapered off towards the latter dancers, but it, but that, but if you don't have this like, creation side of things, mm-hmm. you're not gonna be your Nuchthies and your Fertiles and KPGDs, like you know. <laughs> So I, I personally just disagree with that. Can, can you can you reword you what you said? I don't I don't know what you said. What? Can you reword that? Okay, so I'm saying what well, you're saying that RVD progressed in the wrong section. I'm not saying I'm not saying wrong. I'm saying they just I haven't seen the I haven't seen the progression in the execution yet. That's what I'm saying. Okay, so but for Sab's point okay. that he's that, he, that they progressed in the wrong category if you compare execution versus secretion. My counter is again Florida Barda crew. They were solid in in their execution, but they had a boring set. At a at a good competition, regardless of how folk it is, it's not if you can't entertain via your recreation, it's not going to hang with the Fertiles and the Nuchthies okay. and the KPGs. Like they couldn't hang in Motor City. You turn it up here, you got to be able to entertain, right? And that's and so, you know, getting at least again my own personal opinion, being able to entertain is a very important part of that, right? Now being ex being able to execute is obviously very very important, regardless of where you are. Right. This is this is more. It's more important here at this comp based on this rubric. But without the ability to entertain, then you turn it into a Florida Barna crew. You know that you're just. It's okay. Cool. Goodbye. I agree. I think when I said wrong category, that was the wrong terminology, wrong verbiage that I used. I was saying the category Umer that you weren't expecting. You expected them to progress more in the dancing category, but they went more towards the set design. And I actually agree 100% Sid, that that ceiling, you know, and I think that was with Fertile, you know, just speaking of my own team, they had that ceiling back in 2009 of having a very creative set. And then they worked their dancing to match that set. And so when you do that, your ceiling gets a lot higher, right? Is that what you're trying to say, Sid, essentially? I'm saying that if you want to hang with the good teams that everybody deems to be the best teams, you can't bring a minimum set. It doesn't like, I don't even, I'm not even talking about a ceiling here, you know? I think we're just talking in circles at this point. We're all saying the same thing in five different ways. We'll wrap it up there. I was going to say, there's a lot of good conversation there that people enjoy listening to. So thank you for listening to another episode of the Barna podcast. Uh, We appreciate you guys listening. Uh, Check out Barna on the 6th on July 21st. Uh, Hopefully our Joe Tarsh live streams it. Uh, Follow him on Instagram. He's always posting stuff on Instagram for you to keep up with what's going on. Uh, you know, whenever he, wherever he is on comp weekends, uh, subscribe to us on SoundCloud, iTunes, Stitcher, wherever you listen to uh, to your podcast on. Thank you very much, gentlemen. Yeah. Yeah.